Hello, you're listening to Fish Food, a podcast for entrepreneurs who started working for themselves to build companies that grow into thriving businesses. Here, we provide bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 20 minutes or less. I'm your host, Keila Hill Trawick, and whether you're acting as your own accountant or looking for a new one, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the show. If you make income more often than not, you're going to owe taxes on those earnings. And making money is the point, right? We're in business to earn more than we spend so that we can use profits and wages to create the lives that support our personal well-being. But along with having extra money comes the associated income tax burden that we all must prepare for, both via payroll taxes withheld and quarterly estimated taxes. Also comes with the realization that all the money that we earn doesn't actually belong to us. So today I want to talk about three ways to reframe tax payments as money that was never ours to begin with. Let's start with the fact that we've talked about before. You shouldn't be doing your own taxes. Not only is it unlikely to be your area of expertise, it also affects a lot of other parts of your business that you may not even realize. And you're not alone in this need. It turns out that 70% of small businesses employ tax professionals for tax preparation and to represent their interests before the IRS. And there's three reasons that tax payments are handled differently than other costs that you incur. The first is that taxes are not expenses. Because you are taxed on profit, you can't also have taxes as an expense that you use to get to profit. It would be double counted and it's wrong. So your estimated taxes shouldn't show up on your P&L and your taxes that are withheld from employee salaries are just part of salaries and wages. You're either going to want to see taxes paid, so I'm talking about estimated taxes here, as a separate other expenses line on your P&L, which I've seen people do, but what we prefer to see is a line on the balance sheet. So where you have your owner's equity, owner's pay, owner's draws, this is where you want to put those estimated payments. Again, we want to make the really clear distinction that this is not an expense and that it doesn't affect your taxes due, right? These are payments made after tax due is already assessed. The next thing is savings for taxes shouldn't be counted as cash on hand. So if you listen to our episode on having cash on hand, you know that that amount is really for future needs. We want to be able to both cover operating, regular maintenance needs, and be able to pay if there's any dip in the business or anything unexpected that we have to pay for. And that means that this tax money that is already being set aside to go somewhere else shouldn't be counted because you're not expecting to use that for future needs because it already has a place to go. Now, as long as it's sitting in the bank, it looks like extra before you make your estimated payments. But I really encourage you to leave it in there. Even after you file your taxes, start making a determination of whether or not you actually need to move that money. For all intents and purposes, it's savings, right? So if you don't have to send it to the IRS, cool. But if you don't have to take it out, leave it there so that it can hold you down for future estimates. Also, remember that estimates are paying the tax burden in advance. So let's do a quick overview of how taxes work. What happens is throughout the year, you're getting paid and you're paying taxes. So you are getting paid either through wages and or through self-employment income or business income. And throughout the year, you're paying taxes generally in two ways. One, from withholding from your paycheck 
and two estimated taxes that you're paying on the deadlines throughout the year. And you're doing this throughout the year and all of those payments are estimates. Now, at the end of the year, well, during tax season, you're going to settle up. And so you put in what you actually earned. You get assessed credits and deductions and all of those things. And we are going to call the tax preparation system magic. It's going to bring it all together and say, okay, bet you owe X amount of dollars. The next line is where your payments come in, where you say, oh, well, I already paid you some throughout the year. I made this much in payments through my payroll withholdings, and then I gave y'all some extra money for the estimated payments. And you either overpaid and you get a refund or you underpaid and you owe the difference. But remember that that money that you're setting aside is an estimate towards money that you're going to owe anyway. And so you want to have a sense of how that works so that it doesn't feel like taxes are kind of taking your money away, even though I know it still feels like it does. All right, so what can you do to prepare for this? The first thing is to open a tax savings account. I highly recommend that you have a separate account that you put money aside for taxes because that way it's also a really clear visual reminder that that money is not part of the operating money that you have to run your business. You're going to want to put aside at least 30% of your profit each month in that account to cover federal and state payments. Now, this is at least everybody's tax situation is different and your tax rate might be a little bit more or a little bit less than that. But this is a good baseline for you to start with to at least know that you're putting something to the side. And then you want to make those payments on the deadlines throughout the year, April, June, September, and January 15th. You also want to check in mid-year and year-end to make sure that you are putting enough aside to avoid surprises. You're going to want to check in with your accountant and or tax preparer and just say, hey, am I on track? Am I putting the right amount to the side? And if not, how should I adjust? At Littlefish, as part of all of our services, there is a mid-year and year-end strategy call included that not only goes over what's going on with your business, but is also a check-in to make sure that financially you're preparing yourself as best as you can. Again, we know that these are estimates and we try really hard to get as close as possible, but the main goal is that you avoid the surprise of coming to tax season not having any idea what you're going to owe. When small businesses aren't prepared for taxes, the owner is often left with a surprise at return filing, and that can feel like your money is being taken from you because it kind of is. But if you set the money aside to pay taxes throughout the year via a separate bank account, you have a better insight as to what funds are available to invest in other areas of your business. Remember, the tax man comes for his first and what's left over is yours. Plan accordingly. If you need help preparing for tax season so that it's seamless and less stressful, we invite you to sign up to partner with us for the tax prep suite. Not only does it include year-round support beyond the tax deadlines, but we also include twice-a-year business strategy calls, and we make estimated payments on your behalf based on the profit year-to-date each quarter. Look for more at littlefishaccounting.com slash tax-prep-suite. The link will also be in the show notes. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, I've got good news for you. We're supporting you all over the internet. Check out our Instagram at Littlefish Accounting or our website, littlefishaccounting.com for guidance, resources, and ways to work with us. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss a future episode. See you next time.